Hello and welcome to episode 12 of Doctor Who Debrief. Uh, we're going to be talking about the finale of series 8 of Doctor Who today, which was called Death in Heaven. It was an hour long, loads to talk about. Um, but first, let's introduce everyone who's here. Yeah. Uh, from right to left. Hi, I'm Rob. Here every week. Say the same thing every week. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Emma and I'm dressed like 11 today. 11th Doctor. 11th not, Doctor. Not, the number not just the number 11 because that would be ridiculous. More ridiculous than this bow tie. Possibly. Maybe. Good. Good. I'm Chris. I didn't say that at the start but I should do now. I'm Chris. So let's talk about this uh, Madcap episode. Uh, general what, sorry? <laughs> Madcap. Madcap. It was... Is that a thing? Yeah. Madcap. It's a thing. Is that like a mad recap? Yeah, why not? Let's have a mad recap. Um, <laughs> mad cap. Rob, you've had some very vocal thoughts. Why don't you kick off? Have I know I? you've got lots to say. <laughs> Put me on the spot. Thanks, pal. No pressure, buddy-o. <laughs> cheers, mate. Um, <laughs> Just get on with it. So it was a part... Cheers, man. Part two of a two-parter episode. Yeah. <laughs> Great start, Rob. Um, no, really impressed. It's kind of like they've saved all the good bits of the whole series for this one episode. So they've made the, the whole series below average and then kind of been like, oh, here's the good bit that we saved and hid away from you. Uh, getting some controversial well, looks. It's controversial. It's true, though. We all saw Robot of Sherwood. <laughs> let's, let's not be polite about it. I got it. an explanation for ro- why, why Robot of Sherwood was crap earlier. <laughs> when I was talking to um, the Cyberman at work. <laughs> Sorry. he said no because they shoot it out of sequence so they don't do it like episode by episode by mm. episode so Robert of Sherwood was shot really later on so he was like really comfortable with his character and like really comfortable with the comedy of it and everything but because it was episode 3 of the series we were still like Warming. getting to know oh, him and that's why it felt really awkward because it's like okay Capaldi like Plus the story was just shite. Mm. Plus the sonic screwdriver blew up the bit of wood and that doesn't really do that. me. It doesn't work on but wood. But weren't there... I've been waiting nine episodes to say this. Here there we were go. things in the end of the arrows, weren't there? Didn't he say... This, is, this isn't this is in uh, Death in Heaven, but we are tangentially... Because I thought he blew up the arrows. I thought that was why it exploded. Because he said the arrows were laced with something. Mm. No, you Let's just up. ponder that. Um, okay, Emma, so back to the think? actual... We'll back so, um, so no, yeah, I was dead impressed. Uh, felt like it tied up a lot of ends. The whole series, I've been saying... Guys, does anyone remember the 50th when he was looking for Gallifrey? The whole series, he's not mentioned it. And that was like... I thought the 50th was a big setup for the search for Gallifrey. And then it's kind of not been mentioned. And then... Surprise! Um, thought Missy was amazing. Mm, Such I a good... I am feeling that. ...character. Um, uh, kind of hated... But loved at the same time, the Doctor free falling. Yes. <laughs> oh, that remember that. Incredible. Free falling Doctor. Oh wait, he's got a in the toilet with the oh, king. Oh, it was so it cool. It was kind of the worst thing ever. But I was watching it, going, "This is everything I've dreamed of." At the same time, so I kind of hated and loved mm. it. So just so much good stuff. Um, I think the BBC are going to get a pretty hefty bill from Marvel for the design of the Cybermen. <laughs> Iron Man, anyone? It was very uh, Mark mm. 1 Iron Man so, thing, wasn't it? I hope um, the BBC has some 
pretty good lawyers in the department um, because, yeah, hot water possibly. <laughs> Very Iron Man. Um, but no, so good. So good! Emma, over to you. I wasn't keen on the episode oh. as a whole. It wasn't my favourite of the series. The redeeming, main redeeming factor was Michelle Gomez. She is incredible. And This is Missy. Missy, yeah. Who we all, like, yeah, we all kind of knew she was going to be the master, didn't we? From episode one, I said to you, oh my God, I think she's going to be the master. And I was like, no, she's River. <laughs> she's River. And then the text that you sent me last week. <laughs> it's like, I told you, I told you she was the master. All in capitals. <laughs> all in capitals. Nail paint emojis. Exclamation mark, exclamation mark. But I just thought she was amazing. So every, like, every scene she was in. I was so just good. Like, amazing. But is she... Like, is she going to be back? Is she going to be back for the next series? It was quite a sudden ending. Because it was she a bit of a... She didn't she? Yeah, she got like back. No, it wasn't by Danny. No, it by... was by Thingy's dad. By Thingy's dad. General Thingy's dad. Stewart. Yeah. Kate? Kate. Kate's mm. dad. But I don't know how he was still around when it was all the Cybermen but Danny were, like, following the orders. I think maybe the And then they all flew up. And then he's just left. Mm. Maybe the argument is that uh, people with an emotional bond are like not under control, i.e. Danny. But are you telling me that every single person that is now mm. dead in the world, apart from mm, her yeah, dad and Danny, yeah, okay. don't have an emotional yeah, connection to someone? I don't know. They're right to there me. There was just a couple too many <laughs> little plot holes like that in it for mm. me. It was... I, I thought... Uh, parts of it were great and I think we, we've all agreed that Missy was really like stupendous yeah. just so like menacing and kind of bonkers and very Mary Poppins you know when she flew in on the yeah, opera so I was Mary like, oh. um, but yeah I I thought this would be the first episode where I found the Cybermen like scary and parts of it were like the flying was like oh you know we haven't seen that but yeah it just didn't make a whole lot of you know why some people got certain like Cybermen you know, weren't connected, and then it did the thing in the chest, but it actually didn't work. And you know, I thought like I, I really wanted to like. I th- think maybe I wanted to like it more than I actually did. Yeah, I think I'd really psyched myself up for it because last week was so yeah. good that I had really high expectations, and I was a little disappointed. I'm afraid to say. Uh, I think last week had the big reveal though. It had the master Missy reveal. It had the Cyberman reveal. Mm-hmm. So it was like so much. But they followed. Because like the time before when they had the master, they followed up on it because they had an episode where like the master John Tim blah blah blah, and then the next episode was top notch. Whereas this was like the master wahoo, and then this then the follow up episode was like so so. I don't know. It's because um, the last master storyline had David Tennant and Bernard Cribbins That's running true. things, and it just that is the pinnacle of television. The mm. two of them coexisting, like nothing will ever <laughs> literally ever be, be as, good. as good so it's unfair to compare absolutely anything in the world to that because it's just the best thing ever so i i think it's unfair to compare them did we think i'm curious what people thought of the the military themes that came up at the end because they've been so heavy-handed with it mm. this season it was quite i actually thought it was quite a good payoff um you know how the doctor was saying i'm not a soldier i'm an idiot in a box and all this stuff but i i guess i wanted to know what you guys thought with regards to how it all came to a point I think it was too much throughout the series because we've literally had a mention of it like pretty much every episode, haven't we? 
from Danny like having the little soldier keeping him safe when he was little to the the Dalek episode which we won't talk that much about when um, he says sorry I don't like soldiers mm. and he didn't let Vod from Fresh Meat come with him I just thought it was like a little bit too much mm. but I did like Danny um, with the little boy and we yeah. saw that flashback I really liked that last week and then we got a little bit more of that this week especially when he was a teacher with the kids as well yeah and it was like oh that's actually really sweet yeah because you saw like how much it must have been killing him and then um, so I did like from this episode but I didn't like it throughout the series I thought it was a little bit mm. like too much in your face I I really like the military theme I love the idea that um, the master is just completely like an utterly mad mm. made this army then just gave it to the doctor it's, it's just, like doesn't need an explanation doesn't need to have a reason because it's the master the mistress that's good enough um, and I just love the idea of the doctor having an army mm. and the sort of decision that he was seeing because you think all the times that he's been in trouble and he's sort of been in these you know scenarios if he just rocked up with an army of invincible cybermen yeah you would kind of think you know that's a good option because he's quite often abstained from responsibility as well so like in that moon episode when he just you know buggered off so actually now if that had gone through we would have seen a doctor with a real like weight to his fist rather than just a man with a you know, so, you know, next time he encounters uh, the Daleks, he doesn't mm. have to go inside the Dalek and find out he could just go out and send his army out. But then then he becomes a general and he becomes another sort of tyrant of the universe. So it, it, I really was keen on that sort yeah. of military side of it and putting the Doctor in that position and him kind of deciding if he wants the army. And it was quite an interesting decision to just destroy it and then Karen just going around with him and a screwdriver. So... I, I was really keen on the military sort of theme in that context. I never would have guessed that it was leading up to that. Never. No, no, no I, I, I didn't see it. Thousand million years. I thought it was just a massive cliche that they were just playing on, using Danny as a typical soldier yeah. character. And I was I was sick of it to be honest throughout the series, the whole military theme, and I was like, oh, it's boring. But then it leading up to this point just makes everything better mm. i just i loved everything about the episode <laughs> you were, you're really keen <laughs> you're really you? emotional really on this. oh no it was so emotional with clara and danny and yeah she didn't want to switch him on <sighs> feels. And, oh that got me a little bit um, i think in my eyes a bit we do need to in terms of emotion the scene where they're hugging in the cafe and they're both just lying to each other yeah because like, you can't see your face oh, it's like oh no i was no. just heartbroken too much. <laughs> it's too much emotion. How do we feel about um, Danny as a Cyberman? But <laughs> uh, <laughs> like we've said that it leads up to that military scenario yeah. and didn't have to be a Cyberman though, did he? Did you call it last week? I feel like you said, I bet Danny's going to be the Cyberman that's good and on their side. Mm, probably. Yeah, I, I, I thought remember. it was a bit... Like, it was just a bit unnecessary. I don't know. It was easy, wasn't it? Yeah. I mean, James Corden was a Cyberman with, with feels. Mm. We've had it before. We've Plus... had it right back to when Cyberman first came into New Who. Mm. And it's just like... Do you, you remember know. the Cyberman episode when they were in, like, Battersea Power Station? And they realised that there was, like, people inside. And one of the cyber women was um, crying because she was, like, getting married the next day. Yeah. Oh, she had the feels. Yeah, that was really emotional. So for this, again, I was like, 
all right emotional mm. connection to the cyberman again it's okay. the first time they've taken the mask off isn't it that was is that right? horrific mm, I, 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 think, I didn't like that i think it would have been better the... if if they didn't do that yeah plus again Iron how man and as well like I don't know. There may be this like uniform kind of army. That's what's so scary about them. So as soon as you have like free thought and like, oh my mask's off, you think like they could all do it, you know? Yeah. It was just like It's taken something away from them. Mm. But I liked that he was kinda like Michael Jackson in thriller type makeup. You know what <laughs> I mean? He was kind of, you know, rotting ever so yeah. slightly and you could see the oh, things okay. going into his cheeks and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, that was good. Good costume so, design. Um, yeah, I think the makeup was really, really good on that. So I like seeing that because you could tell how much he was in pain. Like I think you could tell like mm. how much he just wanted it over. It would have been more powerful if he kept the mask on, had Danny's voice and the piece of paper. Yeah, I the, think the that paper would have been... been better rather than just like dropping it to the floor. Yeah, I think that would have been more powerful. Um, so I think that was a bit unnecessary. Mm. Uh, but him sort of taking control of the Cybermen and I thought, I thought that was a good world. yeah it was a good ending and it's one of those endings as well where it's the only way they could have got rid of all the Cybermen is like blurred them all up and you kind of think the whole way through how's he going to do it and actually it was it was quite a nice payoff I think um, thing is you know Doctor didn't really do anything but he threw the bracelet to to Danny that's quite he had quite a good arm you know didn't really do anything like, it kind of resolved itself yeah that's how i feel and the thing with the bracelet as well um that that weird thing about the you know oh did he work out you get one teleport at the end i was a bit like (laughs) okay that's convenient yeah that was very (laughs) you know only power to provide one (laughs) okay i was a little bit like it's really bad of me but when he was saying you need to find his parents he died a long time ago i was like parents probably aren't around in a war-torn country (laughs) you might not find them i also wasted that daddy pink i also like um sends a child into clara's home could have chosen a more convenient time couldn't they (laughs) yeah in the middle middle of the night night. oh she's asleep (laughs) it was just so like she was asleep and her voice was just like clara wake up and it's like (laughs) what are we wearing like um it looked like okay a bit of a who do you remember primeval Hey! I was like, it's a T-Rex coming out. Um, something I wanted to talk about, which I think is interesting, uh, hopefully. The mistress being like evaporated by Cyber General Lethbridge, whatever his name was. Mm-hmm. Quite a weird reference in that not a lot of people watching Doctor Who now will know who that character was. So like, I it felt like... so convenient to me. It felt really convenient as a way of like getting all the blood off of anyone we like's hands. Mm. Like bringing back this old character from you know decades ago and being like oh he's you know thanks thanks general I, I really didn't so like it at all there. that kind of wrapped that up oh, but yeah I know no, what you mean. no one wanted a wrap up from like you know ten yeah, plus it was years like ago completely unnecessary yeah it was just like oh your dad by the way do you remember your dad oh kids if you just started watching you won't remember this guy yeah he really be wanted a salute the there has to be something for the the old who fans though doesn't there yeah we've got to keep them happy I mean. Mm. They kind of ruined an old favourite villain, so there had to be something for them. But then they did bring an old favourite hero back as as an independent Cyberman, so it swings around about (laughs) really. Um, What was I going to say about Cybermen? (sighs) Something daft. Should we do highlights and lowlights? Yeah. Sorry, that was a bit of a put down. Yeah, (laughs) no, go for it. Oh, no, the Master. Yes. I was really hoping there was going to be a new Master storyline. Horribly disappointing end for the Master. Just 
evaporated. Yeah, but... I thought there was going to be something dramatic with the Doctor. Shall I evaporate him now? Shall I yeah. not? I thought he was going to pull some sort of trick off and then P- they were going to... Putting go it to... into some sort of, like... Yeah, you know, in a painting and then or... not mention it for another series or something like that. Mm. I just feel like she... I mean, she was so good. And, you know, like, I like having a female master. Not for any, like, feminist reason. I just think it... Like, that dynamic mm. between the two of them was really nice. That they can't end it like that. Like, that can't be the end of her. There must be something that we've missed. Or the evil they'll just pull something yeah. back the next time. The master comes like, back every time. I think the little kid. I think we're all counting the out the little kid. The little kid is the master. I, I reckon that's, you know, that's my bet. We'll be watching in, like, five years' time and be like, called it! Called it! On episode, episode 12, the first Debris series. I I don't know. There's... there's gotta be more i just feel so unsatisfied with the master yeah mm-hmm. storyline do we think um master becoming a woman mm. uh introducing sort of cross-gender regeneration mm. foreshadowing for a female doctor i hope not Ooh, con- see if i said that mm. <laughs> feminists up in arms it's okay for emma to say it <laughs> no i hope not um i think well, I would love to play the Doctor, so yes, I hope so in really? that I don't respect. <laughs> well, you are. <laughs> but I just don't feel like it's necessary. Like, why would the Doctor have to be a woman? Like, why? Why, why is it okay? Why should he be a man every time? Well, because we know the Doctor as a man. Like we we know the Doctor in all of his twelve slash thirteen forms. And he's been a man and we're comfortable with him. And although he has like different, you know, personality every time he comes, like we just, that's the doctor. That is his character. Why does it have to change just to keep some like left-wing feminists happy? There is no reason for it to change to a woman apart from trying to keep people happy and to be politically yeah, correct. It's a nice change, I think. No. And I think s- they'd have to be so, so careful with the casting as well. If, say, um... If if um, Missy wasn't Missy and she was cast as a doctor, mm-hmm. would that not be awesome? Yeah, I mean, I think she's great. I think Michelle Gomez is brilliant. She's been brilliant in everything I've seen her in. But I just don't think it's necessary. I, I would be quite like, happy. Because, I mean, I'm sure I would love it, but it just feels like the only reason they would do it is to... To force it. To bend, please people. To, you know, to bend to people's, like... You know what I mean? Like, yeah. trying to keep everyone happy and just, you know, trying to be politically correct or, you know, trying not to be sexist. And that's really the only reason for it. Like, I don't want to see Fagin from Oliver Twist as a woman. I don't need to see Macbeth as a woman. Like, yeah, well, you don't were... need to make these classic characters into women. They were written as men, though, weren't they? Whereas the Doctor is continually evolving and yeah. continually being written. I so it, so yeah. it's not it's not a, an adaptation for the sake of it. It's part of the, the, the solid storyline. I just feel like... And, you know, like, I'm a big sci-fi and fantasy fan. And, yeah, there's not enough, like, amazing women in that genre. But there's quite a few, and it's getting better, and it's getting better. So you can't just say, oh, well, there's no one in fantasy that's a woman. There's no one that I can relate to. Like, there's plenty of kick-ass women in fantasy that I can relate to. Or that I'm like, oh, yeah, she's brilliant. Like, I don't need the Doctor to be a woman as well. They still won't make a Wonder Woman film, though, will they? Oh, and they'll give Wonder Woman or Xeno Warrior Princess costume. Still won't happen. Different story. Different story. That's we... a that's a rant for a different day. Should we do highlights and lowlights? Yeah, let's no. do highlights yeah. and lowlights. Yeah. Moving I, on. I'm just staying well out of this. <laughs> Moving um, on. 
Highlights first. Rob Wong. Give me your one single glowing highlight. Doctor Free falling into the TARDIS. <laughs> <laughs> Just incredible. It's everything I've ever dreamed of. Literally everything. Like, you didn't know how badly you wanted it until it happened. Exactly. If I die and I get the chance to relive one moment, any moment that I've ever lived again, it will be the first time I saw the Doctor Free falling into the TARDIS. That's how much I loved it. It's oh, fucking amazing. I, I can't. <laughs> um, Emma, do you have a, a single standout highlight? I have two. I liked missing the doctor's little face off when you mm. know she got rid of the door and she was like, oh, "I'll see you later," and he was like dangling off. I thought that scene was brilliant between the two of them, and also her coming in late, like Mary Poppins. That was really <laughs> that was moment. brilliant. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna shake things up. Stand up moment, Nick Frost as Santa Claus. And if I can't pick that, which apparently I can't, then probably the, the cafe hug scene was just like the feels. That got yeah, me. That, that really, really got me. Moffat at his finest. Yeah, that was just great. And that, that idea of oh, it's really good. Really good. Loved it. Um Low Lights. Low lights. I've I've got one already. Okay. So uh, almost two weeks ago, we saw a trailer with Clara saying, like, there is no Clara Oswald. And it was just going to be like, and I've been thinking about it since. And it's been like... You've literally not stopped talking It's about been it. like, oh my God, what's going to happen? I was expecting, like, you know, because they led with that in the trailer. And I was like, what's going on? And I was like, of all the bits that I wasn't so keen on this episode, that was the bit that I was just like, oh, is that is that what this is? And even, even when she was like, but I'm the doctor, I was like, oh my God what's happening and then it was just like that she was lying and I was like oh Disappointing. maybe I just you know hyped myself too much up for it it was a like bit of a waste weeks. of screen time wasn't it yeah it was just like I mean it was a good way of getting out stuff and we've seen her pretend to be the doctor before but I just found it uh, a weird scene to put like promo priority on if it's not going to lead really to anything yeah. you know and there were plenty of bits that I wasn't that keen on but that was the bit I think I just kind of felt a bit let down by actually sorry What's your opinion? Yeah, fair enough. Thanks, guys. Fair enough. What are your lowlights? Um, the girl from the 50th anniversary who had the Tom Baker scarf. Mm. And then she was back this episode with a, a bow ties are cool. You know, I was so ready for her to be the next companion. And so, so was she. She was so ready to have adventures in time and space. And, and it's so like, was he as well. Doctor yeah, was well up for like, it. Yeah, I loved that little dynamic between them. I thought that would have worked really well. I hoped that's what it was leading to. And I really liked that scene with, um, you know, I'm going to kill you in a minute. That worked really well. And then, oh my God, no, she did actually kill her. What was those security guards all about? Like, she got her hand out and started doing her lippy, and the security <laughs> guards are still just standing just there, just like, all right, pal. And then she gets over to her, and the security guards are still just like, all right, all right. Anyway. So that was my little, like, that, because I didn't want her to die. I really wanted her to be the next companion. It was too obvious, though, wasn't it? It was like when Kylie Minogue was lined up to be the companion mm. during the episode. Yeah. It was like, she's definitely going to die. Maybe not in a fort lifting lava, but that happened. <laughs> so was it, was it a low light because it was upsetting or a low light because it was just like a bad scene i think because you know it was building up for us to become attached to her and we liked her in the 50th and it was like oh yeah she's back for this episode and then it's like oh dead Mm. and it was just i think it was just a bit disappointing it was a bit of a letdown because i was really starting to really like that character i quite like that though because it shows how sort of 
careless the Missy is and how much yeah. she just d- is just reckless and mm-hmm. no one means anything to her. But in a in a time where we have loads of complaints about Doctor Who not killing sidekicks off, it's a bit weird that they will recklessly kill off like supporting characters. But oh, not... everyone went. It was like an episode of Game of Thrones. Yeah, this. it was like, just... everyone was gone. True. Um, low light, Rob. Low light for me was Cybermen attacking the plane. <laughs> the whole thing was yeah. just a bit. It wasn't Doctor Who. No. no. It just didn't feel like I was watching Doctor Who. Like the Doctor on the plane being addressed as the president. Where were they even going, please? Yeah, that was. Yeah. And as a president, I feel like he should have done more. Whereas it was just like, you're on the plane, you're the president. Oh, man. Iron Man 3 is happening. <laughs> <laughs> No, that was my low light. Cybermen attacking the plane scene shouldn't have happened. The plane scene at all shouldn't have happened. It just it just felt a bit pointless. That that whole. But if they sequence... weren't on the plane, then he couldn't have done his free falling. That's true. true. So, You've mm, got to have the bad before you mm, get the silver the, lining. The best mm. moment of your life. Put up with the rain to get the rainbow. <laughs> <laughs> all right, scouts. <laughs> scouts. Um, should we do a Hoology? Okay, so, do you know about Hoology? No, inform me. Uh, thanks for watching. Every week, <laughs> we, every week we pay our respects to a character who has died during the episode, like a eulogy, but for Doctor Who. That's why it's called a Hoology. Chris hasn't just got a speech impediment, it's actually called a Hoology. Okay. Christopher. Um, I really liked Sanjeev Baskar, who was playing... Mm. I can't remember if he was general or captain, uh, and I think his surname was Ahmed, and he, I love him, and I was really willing for him to be like this, you know, to have this glorious episode, mm. and then he just got like, pulled off the side of a plane like, no, oh, and I was like, oh, man. How did a fully grown adult fit through that window, by the way? <laughs> um, that was, that's definitely my hoology. I, I think I love him. He's a great actor, uh, and I wanted a bit more, and I, so I was very upset when his character died, but I guess it was part of the plot. Emma? Yeah, no, I feel you now, yeah. Um, mine was Ollie off of the thick of it. Yeah, um, just getting zapped. Yeah, just like, you know, what is his, uh, what is Chris the character's Addison. name? Chris Addison is the actor, the curly-haired boy. He yeah. was showing Danny around the afterlife last week. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, like, I've, because I'm a massive thick of it fan, I was kind of hoping I would get a scene between Peter Capaldi and Chris Addison because of their relationship in the thick of it I kind of wanted that and I liked him as a character and then it was like okay bye mm. <laughs> it was a lot of, a lot of characters were just okay bye weren't yeah. they yeah how what right going off topic mm. uh, how did Missy get into the cloud in Umbrella? a physical form what because it's not an actual place is it it's just a mental probably place. the bracelet it's a data centre thing wasn't it so how did she get her physical form into a data? Maybe she's not actually dead and her save is backed up to the cloud. Probably. And, and then, then and then no. it'll get hacked and they'll be naked. No, yeah. no, <laughs> be no we are not going there. <laughs> Rob, what's your hoology, please? Um, Was this episode a whole metaphor for that? <laughs> <laughs> Celebrity leaks. Uh, the next companion, Jessica Lawrence. Moving on. Uh, my Jennifer hoology. Lawrence. The fuck is Jessica Lawrence? <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Um, my hoology, so many to choose from. Mm. I think my hoology was every dead person ever <laughs> who died yeah. again as a Cyberman. Yeah. There we go. Done. Done. Mm. Didn't even just die. He got like blown up. I know. It wasn't even just like a gentle one, was it? <laughs> that was. 
Good. So that's it. The last episode of Doctor Who Debrief. Season one. Season, Season one. one. Oh, are we doing it again? Watch this face. We'll have See a production meeting. I might fire Rob. um so we all look forward to the christmas episode with uh nick frost as a very jolly looking santa claus um and so we watch this space that to come out in december but if you want to go back and live through the archive of doctor who debrief then you can do so on youtube by searching for doctor who debrief in fact it's all in one convenient playlist on that boy there radio wong's channel or you can go on soundcloud.com and search for doctor who debrief or check us out on itunes or stitcher please do because it would be nice yeah, so yeah. thanks for watching today and the entire series. And for listening. And for listening on SoundCloud. Thank you for appearing as our final guest. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. Good. <laughs> and we'll see you uh, soon, possibly. See what happens. Yeah, we'll sort of. No we'll, we'll have a meeting and uh, see how the budget's looking. <laughs> okay, bye! Bye! bye.